It's September 29, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time for KYN Live. My guest is way better at Guitar Hero than I am. His most surprising concert was watching Yes at SeaWorld, and he dabs for Betty White. I think we all do because she was awesome. He is a successful Twitch and YouTube streamer and a self-professed wrestling nerd. This is Jason Paradise. Jason, hey. how are you, sir? Having a lovely day. And Jimmy, thank you so much for having me on as well. Thank you. You are going to be a lot of fun. We talked off the air and uh, and Jason's like, can I say anything? Can I swear? Absolutely. <laughs> Complete improv. So this is going to be a lot of fun. And here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk to KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, or weird. I'm going to get your reactions, and I'll ask you questions along the way. And for guys watching, send in your super chats to get your question or statement read on the air. And if you don't want to donate through YouTube or if you can't catch the show live, go to KYNchat.com, leave a question or statement anytime, and we'll read it on the air. Jason, I, once again, I got seven good ones. It never ceases to amaze me. How much nonsense there is in the world. So are you ready to go? Let's friggin' go. All right, let's start with story number seven, reported by Oddity Central. So there's a company in China called the China Aviation Lithium Battery Technology Company. What a mouthful that is. That's they, a lot. They, <laughs> they wanted to better monitor their employees' break times because they wanted to make sure that they were productive. So they came up with an idea in order to do that. Jason, any idea what they decided to do? Oh, man. Why don't they just let people do their job? Okay. Uh, this is one of those things that bothers me because as somebody that had to work from home for quite a bit when I worked in the video game industry, man, whenever we would go on like away, if we were away from our laptop for too long, it'd be like, hey, everything good? You all right? Uh -huh. Because if, if there is like ankle monitors or anything like that, I'm going to die. So hopefully it's nothing that bad, but uh, no, we need people to be able to just do their own job, man. So hopefully it's nothing monitoring wise. So you might think ankle monitors is better than this. What they did was they installed video cameras on the ceiling of the bathroom stalls. We've got a picture of it, Joel. Put that up. There they are. There's three, three examples of it. Those photos right there, they made their way to Chinese social media and they went viral. And apparently two of those employees got fired. The third one had their monthly performance score slashed to zero. The company claimed that they installed the cameras because they wanted to monitor smoking in the bathroom for safety. I was going to uh -huh. say they were smoking in there. Yeah, a Bro, couple of them let were. let them take a couple of tokes. <laughs> if they're taking, okay, if they're having to deal with this management, then uh -huh. uh, probably they do need to light up. Let's be real here. That's some bull. Oh, I get mad yeah. enough when there's the little spot in the door in the bathroom here. Right. People might look around, right? They might look in. Yeah. Well, oh. in that case, it's considered a violation of privacy and they might face legal action. So what do you think? You mentioned the ankle monitors. Would you prefer the ankle monitors or, or having a, a camera on the ceiling of the stall when you're doing your thing? Oh, you know what? <laughs> okay. I'm all about people experiencing the things they want to. You know what? Enjoy. If, you, if you're into showing yourself off to other people, go for it. And, I mean, hey, who am I to judge when I do things on camera for a living as well? Uh, that's, not, that's not in my wheelhouse. I can't judge that. But the consent is the thing, right? If you're going into a bathroom to do your stuff, what, unless you're enjoying the idea of being on camera for it, in which case, have at it. 
but nah, I'll, I'll take the monitor over that, I suppose. I already carry a cell phone around. It's, it's close enough. <laughs> well, every question or every story on here, I always want to ask a question that's kind of sort of related to it. And so for this one, my question for you is, have you ever seen or heard someone do something in a public bathroom that was a little unusual? <laughs> Which story can I tell without going too deep? Uh, uh, the I think the people who busk in bathrooms is the most interesting thing. Like when you go to concerts, things like that, any place that you can go and like if somebody's in the bathroom just trying to do their thing, but you've got somebody making music next to you. <laughs> Man, I'm already here for a concert. That's weird, man. <laughs> like I've heard people playing games in the next stall and, and you know, loud audio the whole time. Kevin Hart told a story one time. He said that he ran into a guy in the bathroom. And while Kevin Hart is doing his business, the guy waited outside the whole time to get an autograph. So, oh, no. So no. that would be kind of interesting. But, hey, no, no cameras on the ceiling. No cameras on the ceiling. No, at least at least that. There's a plus. That's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go on to story number six reported by the Daily Mail. Can't wait for your, your reaction to this one. Uh oh. So Queen Elizabeth passed away recently, as you know, the night before the National Day of Mourning, a pub in Australia called the Rowie decided that they wanted to do something in her honor to celebrate the life of the queen. And they got some heat for it. Jason, what do you think they did at the Rowie? Oh, no. <laughs> With a name like the Rowie. I feel like there's like there's a joke to be made about boating or something like that, but I don't know. That feels that feels that feels rough. Um, did they do something that offended with her with her name, with 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 what she with what she is known for, like the queen something? Uh, kind of. So they held a wet T-shirt contest. <laughs> we have the ad from their Facebook page. Put that up, Joel. Look at that. They called it and the Queen's wet tea. <laughs> so you were kind of right. Like when you said, did they play off her name? They called it the Queen's wet tea and uh, they got some backlash for it. They said no disrespect was intended. Now, what do you think? Do you think Queen's wet tea all in good fun or in bad taste? You know, <laughs> with <laughs> I was thinking rowing, so I was already thinking you water. were kind of there, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This makes sense. The longer you think about it, the more sense it makes. <laughs> I'm all about it. I'm okay with this. You're cool. You're good with it. You're good with Leave, it. Leaving a lasting legacy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. So my question for you uh, with this one, have you ever competed in any kind of a contest in a bar, pub or restaurant? Well, actually this goes to the Guitar Hero stuff. Yeah, I have. Uh -huh. There's been a lot of tournaments in uh, Guitar Hero. I've played uh, Guitar Hero competitively back when it was actually a, a relevant title for a lot of times. And for the last five years, there's been a fan-made game called Clone Hero which allows for anybody to play whatever songs they want on plastic guitar, like it's the old Guitar Hero games. And so back in those days, there were lots of tournaments, played in a lot of different pubs, won a lot of different uh, uh, coupons for different things. <laughs> it was always fun to go in and kind of, um, oh, I've never played this before. Is this easy? Let's just, how do you do it? How do you? And then you end up, you know, taking everybody out because they were not expecting you to be a good player. Right, right, right. right. The pool shark kind of thing, but with a plastic Interesting. guitar. So were you like on the first song, you're like playing like shit on purpose. And then after that, you just kind of go to the races. 
I mean, it all depends on the situation. If people think they're <laughs> if they think they're hot shit and you want to put them in their place, then there's uh -huh. ways to do it, right? Fascinating, <laughs> fascinating. What kind of grand prize would you get like in a, um, in a tournament at a pub? The and a pub, the most I think I ever got in a pub was like two hundred and fifty dollars. It was not much. Okay, it's not terrible. Not terrible. It's not terrible, especially for a night out playing video games at yeah, a bar. You can't yeah. get, you can't really beat that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating, fascinating. All right, reminder, guys, get in your super chest. Have your question or statement right on the air. And if you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution at any time, and we'll read it on the next show. Let's go on to story number five, reported by the news.co.uk. Every one of these stories, I can't wait for your reaction because they're absurd and you're pretty good uh, you know, with your guesses. So let's see what you have to say about this one. So the police in the town of Gosport, England, they had to urge the public to stay clear of the area and they had to call the bomb squad after several artillery shells were discovered. What's funny about this story isn't the fact that they found artillery shells, but where they found them. And so my question for you, Jason, where do you think they found these artillery shells? Did you say Ghostport was the name? Ghostport, England. Is there something supernatural going on here? Because I'm going to die. No idea. No idea. I hope I'm not mispronouncing it. I don't know. It looks like Ghostport. Oh, boy. Uh, let's say... Let's say it was in a lake. I'm not sure. This is a this is one of those ones where it's a complete guess. Well, they found these artillery shells at a place called the Explosion Museum. <laughs> we have a picture of it, Joel. That's the welcome sign to the Explosion Museum. Here is a pic of the actual shells, and the Ghostport Police posted this on Twitter. There you go. Thank you once again for your patience. And you can see them there on the left, those shells right there. Now, the website for the Explosion Museum, because it is a real place, the website says that you can discover a range of, of munitions and artillery from cannons to missiles. You sure can. I was just going to say this seems appropriate. Right. I mean, they're not the lying. Yeah. yeah, they're not lying. But, you know, they probably don't want you to find anything that could potentially be live. That's yeah. probably a problem. Not you the know? best. Not, not the, the best. best. You yeah. want to be live. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> probably not the best thing to stumble onto right exactly exactly so do you think that the explosion museum would be high on your to-do list especially now knowing that they found potentially live shells there not 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 especially <laughs> i blow up enough over the things that happen yeah. uh drama wise and in, in the twitch sphere enough i don't need to any more explosions in my life <laughs> <laughs> I, unless it ended up like the old uh, exploding death match that happened in AEW, in which case, then maybe I could handle that one. I might right, then you're that. good. Right, right. Or maybe if like, uh, you know, the Wiley e. Coyote, if he can swallow it first, <laughs> you know, then you're fine and he got no issue. So what is the most unique small town tourist attraction that you've ever visited? Oh, man. Uh Drove by the Georgia Guidestones, and that's a whole thing. There's a John Oliver episode on that if you want a story. Really? That's a, yeah. There was this this Guidestone, this architecture thing that was built in Georgia. I, want, I can't remember how long ago. It was like 50, 60 years ago, something like that. And it's supposed to be the, these rules for the for humanity if an apocalypse happens. It's a wild story that ends in some pretty crazy twists and turns and ends with racism. So you got to love it. That's that's fun. Wow, yeah. All, wow. all those kinds of stories like that end with something that makes you go, really? That's where right. this went? That right. sucks. Because it Man. sounds like it's, it's this awesome thing that's like, oh, this is mystery. And then it's just 
some old white guy that's being a jerk. Wow. Wow. That like Sean Ross Sapp from Fifel always talks about Jesus golf in Kentucky. That almost makes me feel like you're going to go to Jesus golf. And then there's like a far right <laughs> politician, like on the eighth hole. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Same, same kind of thing. Right. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, let's go on to story number four reported by defector.com. All of these are so good. And I can't wait for your reaction to all these because they're just so ridiculous. So the company Axios, it's a news website. The three co-founders named Mike Allen, Roy Schwartz, and Jim Vandehei, they released a book called Smart Brevity about the company's short format style of writing. And we have a picture of the co-founders with their book. There they are right there, happily posing at a bookstore with their book. It was published on September 20th, and it was released on uh, Amazon. And Jim Vandehei, throughout that day, he was tweeting about its, its success on the first day. Hey, we're number five on Amazon. Hey, we're number three on Amazon. And we got a screenshot from one of his tweets I think the one when he said, yeah, Smart Brevity book up to number three on Amazon. Well, Defector uncovered something that the co-founders uh, co founders did not go public about when it comes to the book launch. Do you have any uh -oh. idea what that was? I'm going to guess that there wasn't uh, a price tag or something with it. I'm going to guess that it wasn't as, as uh, successful as they were letting on to be. They issued a memo to their employees saying that they could each expense six copies of the book in order to make it a success. Defector got a hold of the memo, and there's the memo on the screen, and Joel highlighted that one bullet. You can expense up to six copies of the book. Expense instructions are pinned in the general Slack channel. So I happened to look up, and okdork.com had this. I wanted to know, so how many books do you need to sell to rank on Amazon? And according to okdork.com, if you can sell between 3,500 and 5,000 copies in the first 24 hours, you'll wow. typically rank number one. Axios has 551 employees. If they all bought six copies, that's 3,306 copies. That would probably put them in the top five. Wow. on Amazon. So what are your thoughts on that? It's kind of like legal manipulation. Yeah. You know, so there's, there's two sides to this, right? If it was a company where you like, let's say I'll take, take from my own example, working in the game industry, if you work at a game publisher, right, you want to be able to play the game so you can talk about the things that you are, are selling, right. That you're working on, right. If it's something that you have, a lot of experience around that you need to be able to talk about. Yeah, I guess you need to use the product. But if it's a book and you're just trying to fudge the numbers, that kind of feels like that kind of feels like people gifting subs to themselves on Twitch. That's that's what that feels like. like it feels yeah, like, yeah, they just wanted to rank. That's it, right? You're you're going to still get the benefit from it. You're spending your own money for it just to kind of boost yourself up. Exactly right. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Yep. It yep. works for the short term, but are you going to see the benefit long term? Uh, right. It's, yeah. It's kind of shit. Well, <laughs> that's not the right way to put it. No, you're right. You're right. Well, this question, this next one, this you're well-versed with social media, so this is a good one for you. Okay. Do you, do you have any stories? Maybe it was a colleague or a competitor or whoever. Do you have any stories where somebody engaged in obvious market manipulation in order to boost their numbers? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, people will fake things all the time 
people will uh, put up videos that aren't necessarily truthful and then try to market or, hey, there's always the people that view bot on Twitch. That's a thing, right? People uh. that will pay for bots to actually come into their chat so it looks like they have more viewers than they actually do. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it boosts them up in the rankings so that people can see their stream more easily so they can try to get real humans into there. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, Twitch has cracked down on a lot of that, which is nice. Oh, but, okay. But that's still a problem where if people go to a website and pay money to have people bot their channel, yeah, that's right. not really cool. That's, that's, that's really trashy is what it is. You don't really... You're not doing anything for your growth there other than just paying and hoping that people see you and go, oh, yeah, he's got good numbers. I'll watch them. It's not how it works, though. I just saw a guy on Twitter today, and he posts videos because, you know, Hurricane Ian's happening as we're doing this. For sure. And he, and he, he posted a video, and he said, uh, here's a video of a dolphin that got washed ashore and it saved a dog that was going to drown. And it was, actually, it was actually a clip from Flipper. Okay, from the, from that's the TV show Flipper. That's, that's manipulation for sure. Hundreds of people, I'm talking hundreds of people, commented about the cute dolphin and what a hero that dolphin is, and it saved that poor dog. And it was a clip from the TV show uh, Flipper. Were they just shit posting though? Like, were they just putting it up there, memeing on it? Because that's cool. That's funny if it's the case, just as a joke. So many people will take jokes like that seriously. And I that's, think that's why he did it. I think he did it knowing these people are going to fall for it. And so I'm talking hundreds of people were like raving about the heroic dolphin uh, in, in Florida with Hurricane Ian. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, yeah. World, world we're living in. All right. Let's go on to story number three reported by the Huffington Post. Another good one. Can't wait to get your reaction again. So there is a far right political party in Germany called the Alternative for Deutschland Party or AFD. Oh, no. uh, and, we, and we have their logo. Put up their logo, Joel. That's the logo for the AFD party right there. In order to help advertise their cause, they gave out bags of gummy candy, and the gummy candy was in the shape of that red arrow that we just saw on their logo, but they ran into a problem. What do you think it was, Jason? I'm going to guess that the red arrows ended up looking penis-shaped. You are spot on. They look like red penises. Oh! There's a picture right there. <laughs> That is courtesy of Ann Katrin Mueller from Der Spiegel. <laughs> <laughs> and That's make... so good because it feels appropriate. Yeah, and to make matters worse, put the bag back up, Joel. And now it's in it's in German, but to make matters worse, they had messages on that bag, including there is an alternative. <laughs> <laughs> and another one of the messages on the bag was, you just have to choose. <laughs> So it's, it's pro-choice messaging. Pro-choice messaging. Pro-choice messaging on the far right candy. All right. Wow. Mixed messages much? <laughs> as you can imagine, the party's going to phase the gummies out. As you can imagine. What the do you arrow... think about... Would, would a bag of penis gummies make you vote for the AFD party? No, no. <laughs> it kind of looked honestly like the Nike check, to be honest. And yes, I was thinking it like it was going to be a just do it thing at first. Yes. But that changes things entirely when they're gummy penises. Yes. Yes. Can you imagine? Like, I guess there's no due diligence. You know what I'm saying? No one opened up a bag first before they started mass mailing them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it's honestly better, though. It's it goes to show it shows their level to commitment, uh, like for quality assurance. Right. You, you're going to get penises. Vote us. You get you know, and, and that might be a selling point for some people. 
It might be. <laughs> I mean, look at the attention they've gotten. This thing went viral, right? So right. they have yeah. got attention. So yeah, that's it. Uh, and and hey, all marketing does get you eyes, right? So exactly, exactly. What do with them? I'm going to throw you an easy question on this one. All right. If you could only have one kind of candy for the rest of your life, what would it be? Reese's Pieces. You like Reese's Pieces that much? That would be it's, it. E that's the easy one. That's the easy one. Uh, although if we keep with the Guitar Hero theme, there's a joke for Skittles, right? That's that's what it looks like when you play the crazy stuff, just Skittles falling down, right? That's got to be like a, a crossover marketing thing. Have they ever tried doing anything like I've that? I've tried reaching out to them. They've never contacted back. So, man, really? I, I've tried. I've tried. Skittles. What What the f Wow. On, wow. So you being a Reese's Pieces guy, did you know, cause so you, they got popular with the ET movie, right? Right. Reese's. Did you know that the movie wanted M&Ms and M&Ms turned them down? No, I had no idea. Yes. Yes. Wow. And that basically launched Reese's Pieces uh, into, into like superstardom of candy after that. I had no idea about that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, final reminder, get in your super chats to have your question statement read on the air or go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution at any time, and we'll read your question statement on the next show. Let's go to story number two. Oh, these stories. This one's reported by Oddity Central. So back in May of 2021, an incident occurred between two co-workers from China, a woman and a man, and the incident resulted in the woman taking her colleague to court. Jason Paradise, what happened? Is this is this some people's court kind of stuff? Are we getting into uh, the TV show kind of market? Is that what we're getting? Because I'm hoping that this is videotaped, whatever's happening. Yeah, I don't think this one was. I think this uh -oh. one, they, they tried to keep it, I think, on the down low, but it went viral. E okay, so this is going to be, this is going to be uncomfortable then. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> I'll let you take your guess. What do you think happened? I'm going to say that it went the opposite direction and there was a proposal. I'm going as absurd as possible. Very interesting guess. So what happened was the man greeted her with a hug so hard that he allegedly broke her ribs. <laughs> okay. We have the an x-ray. break. <laughs> yeah. So on the right side, he broke three ribs. The woman tried to negotiate a settlement on her own, but the guy said there was no proof that his hug caused the injury. So she sued him and he was ordered to pay 10,000 yen or about 1500 bucks us as compensation. I mean, okay. How frail was this woman or what kind of a death grip did this guy put on her that he popped three ribs with a hug? Like, how does that happen? I am so confused. How, what can somebody teach the wrestlers that do bear hugs, how to do that? Make <laughs> it, make it look good. Like yes. that would be, that's a good way. Like maybe this guy should be a trainer for wrestling. My goodness. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. So, you know, when wrestling, the the other guy is oftentimes he keeps his feet on the ground, right? right. Yeah. So, and, and I don't know why they do that. That's just what they do. I'm guessing that in this case, he's flailing her around the room. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how like, else do you pop three ribs with a hug? How does that even happen? I think of like a dog or something that's biting a piece of meat and shaking it back and forth, <laughs> but it's just a hug instead. Yeah. How yeah. does this happen? Man, my brain is mush. So have you ever seen a coworker interact with another in such a way that it resulted in either injury or just flat out embarrassment? Ooh, let me think on this one for a second. Let's see. Was there ever a story like that from the game industry or from TwitchCon maybe from the streamers? There's probably something better with the streamers. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm dying. I'm trying to figure out a good story over here. <laughs> I'm on the spot. 
I've seen a bunch. I've seen a bunch. Like I, I've seen. I remember there was one where these girls were taking a picture, and one of them mid picture lifted up the top of the of the girl next to her. Oh God! And so the picture she she was basically in her bra for the picture. Oh. That happened one time. I mean, you know, alcohol gets in the way sometimes, and you know. I mean, the most obvious ones I can think of are streamers that were very excited to see each other at TwitchCon and then like literally barreling over each other. Yes. Like that, oh my God, I finally get to meet you in person. <laughs> like, right, 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 I, right. I mean, I was skipping down the street at TwitchCon one time because we were just joking about something. And that's when I ran into a streamer that I'd never met for the first time. And, and I'm just like, ah, oh, I look like an idiot. At least I didn't kick anybody or anything, though, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, so you were happy to see them? Uh, yeah, I was just I was um, long story, but joking, skipping down the street, and then of course turn the corner, and there's somebody I've never met, and I'm just like, I'm an idiot. This is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a situation the other way? Because like you're you're really successful with Twitch and YouTube. Have you had somebody where they were really stoked to see you? Uh, unfortunately I've had some really weird instance like Have that. You? I was in the grocery store with my wife once and had somebody literally come up and start pulling on my arm with, Oh my God, Jason, it's so good to see you. I had no idea wow. who this person was. Yeah. 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 Man. I was in the bad, I was in the middle of like a bad mental health spell at that point too. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, huh, huh, I don't want, I don't want to touch people to get away. Duh. Oh, that kind sh- of thing, you know? I went to StarCast in 2019 with Sean Ross Sapp because I just yeah. wanted to experience a wrestling convention with the wrestling journalist, Sean Ross Sapp. I was just curious. And the dude got stopped like every 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I couldn't believe it. To me, this is just the guy that I work with every day. Like yeah. I just never, but he, it's, it's just amazing. The world we live in now is just amazing. The celebrity that you get in this environment. I agree you know? completely. Yeah. And it's, it's sometimes really uncomfortable. Like, and I can only imagine for people that are on TV all the time. Right. Um, the most uncomfortable thing I've ever had happen with that is I was going to Starbucks one day just for a cup of coffee and the person at the register recognized me and they started trying to give me the coffee for free when there was a line of people behind me. And it's one of those things where you feel so uncomfortable because I'm like, uh-huh. I'm a normal dude. I just want to uh-huh. buy my coffee. Let me, <laughs> let me have my coffee. And I don't want to take it because I don't want to like have people behind me wondering why either. Yes. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was so, oh, it's so uncomfortable because it's like, Fashion. I appreciate that you like my, my, my content. Thank yep. you for that. But I don't want special treatment either. Yeah. You don't want to draw that attention either. You just kind of no. want to get your coffee and be on your way. Yeah, I'm yeah. a dude. Just talk yeah. to me like a human, please. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. It is time for story number one already. I could do like another 10 with you because you are a lot of fun. Oh, but thank we you. Are, we are already at story number one. And uh, once Save again, the best for last. Yeah, this is an interesting one too. So there is a mattress manufacturer out of the UK called Emma. And they discovered supposedly through their research that almost a quarter of the people in the UK are sleeping worse this year than last year. So they decided to create the ultimate sleeping experience and they're doing a contest to pick a winner. And so my question for you is what is this supposedly science backed sleep experience that they're doing? Oh God. I hope it's not something to do with, we've got a new inflatable mattress. You know, I've heard everyone loves inflation. That's, <laughs> oh, can you imagine? <laughs> That's an awful joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, what they do is you get to spend a night in a glass dome out in a field surrounded okay. by sheep that have numbers painted on them so that you can count the sheep. We have pics of this experience. Uh, go ahead and start throwing them up. Oh, they this call is it, 
Look at this. They call it the Schleep Sanctuary. The Schleep Sanctuary. Stop. Yes. They claim that techniques like counting sheep were the number one go-to method to help us drift off to sleep. So they created a unique space to put this method to the test. I mean, this looks cool, and obviously it's a marketing ploy. But absolutely harder to sleep than better, don't you think? Like out in a field, and you got a bunch of sheep walking all over. Like, wouldn't it be harder than easier to sleep in that environment? It seems bad. It <laughs> seems rough. That's just like, I don't want it, man. I, if I've got an animal next to me, I want it to be my dog, my cat, something I could cuddle with. If it, if I'm just like looking at painted sheep, that feels weird. It doesn't seem right at all. Yeah. I love the idea of sleeping outside, Uh but at the same time, like you're painting these animals just so humans could potentially, man, just, okay, here you go. Take a few deep breaths. I swear to God, it'll help you sleep better. It sounds dumb. Right. Take some belly breaths. You're going to feel better. You're going to sleep a little better. <laughs> that, you don't need to paint a sheep. Uh, so my question for you, what is the worst night of sleep that you can ever remember having in your life? Oh, man. Guitar Hero Tournament in Las Vegas, Nevada. We did a – it was the Guitar Hero 5 days so this is around maybe 2008 2009 the stratosphere was the location so the tallest building on the strip at the time don't know if anything's larger now but the tournament was on the top and i don't think that i slept maybe more than an hour that night afterwards because it was vegas with every single of the top players all of us just hanging out having a good time and uh enjoying Vegas when we had to fly out the next morning. So yeah, you're not going to be able to sleep through that. That's 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 memorable for good reasons, but bad night of sleep. And if it's like a Vegas tournament, that's got to be for serious money, no? It was uh it was decent. I, the thing that I remember the most about it though was they were like, "Hey, there's a thrill ride here. If you win, we'll let you jump off the building." Uh-huh. That's you know, that's everybody wants that, right? Uh-huh, it's like uh-huh. I've spent years getting good at what I'm doing. I'm going to I'm going to go jump off this building right here. Right. As, right. As and so how did how did you fare that night? I think I got fourth. There's it, that's actually a funny story too because I've gotten fourth so many times in different events. Someone in my community actually 3D printed a uh a trophy that says Jason always fourth on it. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Amazing. And out of, so you ranked fourth, like how many, how many players do you think played in Vegas? Uh, that was like at the, at the time it was the top 10. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Good for you, man. Good for you. Very fascinating oh, hearing this stuff. Very interesting. All right. Well, I want to thank our guest, Jason Paradise. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Tell the people what you're uh, up to and where they can find you. Absolutely. If you want to check out my old content, uh, Guitar Hero stuff, everything else I've ever done, youtube.com slash Jason Paradise. You can find me live over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Jason Paradise. And if you want to catch up with me, talk with me, Twitter, jparalove is the handle there. Somebody stole Jason Paradise. I haven't been able to get verified yet, so maybe one day. That way people will know Jay Pear loves the real one. All right, there you go. Well, that'll do it for KYN Live. Tune in next Thursday at 3 o'clock Eastern time for more silliness that's totally real. Until then, bye for now.